Welcome back, everyone. My name is David Foy from the HSC Network. This week, we have a sponsored podcast from our partners over at Abbott, an established leader in workplace toxicology and occupational health services. This week, I'm joined by Abbott's Scientific Affairs Manager, Dr. Eva Reichard. We're going to be looking at the importance of health, safety and well-being for employees, specifically in the oil and gas industry. Cool. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Eva. Can you start by maybe giving us an introduction to yourself and how Abbott can help health and safety professionals? Yeah, of course. Um, You know, first of all, just let me thank you for obviously inviting me and come and speak today. Um, In my role as, you know, Scientific Affairs Manager at Abbott, I work with customers all around the globe and, you know, I discuss with them different aspects related to drug and alcohol testing. And That includes anything from the evaluation of new technologies, prevalence of drugs, to, I guess, more practical questions on, you know, how to set up a testing program, you know, things such as, you know, choosing the best sample type for the purpose, determining the need for confirmation testing, and so on. Um, But... I guess we've all at Abbott, we are committed to provide reliable, innovative and also value focused drug and alcohol testing products, as well as services to our customers. We are one of the leading providers of workplace um, testing programs in the UK, and therefore we are well placed to help companies all the way from the design to the execution of toxicology testing programs. And then in addition, we also help companies manage the health and safety and the well-being of their employees, whether that's, you know, maybe a one-off medical or a complete end-to-end occupational solution. You know, we aim to meet all of the requirements of our customers with our comprehensive services. So we're mainly going to be looking at oil and gas, uh, the oil and gas industry today. Can you... Leading on from that, give us an overview of why health and safety is so important in that industry. Yeah, I think, you know, it's important to remember that health and safety, of course, is important in every workplace, you know, but particularly in the oil and gas industry. And, you know, that's partly due to its unique setup. It's got remote locations, not just, you know, I'm not not just referring to the offshore location, but also, you know, land-based remote locations, which means that, you know, specialists or even, you know, simple, the simplest medical care is usually, you know, difficult to access. And, you know, a small matter, for example, dental care, toothache can become a really big deal when you're in this remote location and you just cannot access a dentist easily. And that might mean you need to be medevaced because of that. And, you know, when you then refer that to acute medical presentations, you know, such as cardiac issues, it can come become a much bigger issue, you know. For example, you know, the time it takes for a helicopter to get to site, you know, and then you may want to consider adverse weather conditions, you know, preventing the helicopters from landing on, on an offshore site. And, and that all makes it very difficult in, in this environment. But let me just take a step back, I guess, and you know, go back to for listeners which may be not so familiar with what the offshore platform work looks like, you know, and let me illustrate that a little bit. In in general, workers would remain at a platform for several weeks and then the work is split into 12-hour shifts. 
that is long hours of work, you know, physically exhausting work, which, you know, you know, climbing stairways, critical work, you know, um, going for the walkways and, and, you know, slips, trips, falls, or, you know, handling injuries in general are just probably the most common injuries and they easily happen, you know, but you also have to consider that these, this work is carried out in extreme conditions, extreme weather, you know, and then, you know, due to the nature of work, you know, employees are exposed to smoke, heat, cold. And that's just a few of the factors that, you know, we have to consider when we're talking about the oil and gas sector. Oil and Gas UK, you know, reported that, you know, in 2021, June 2021, there was around 11,000 employees, you know, working offshore at the time, you know, and, Medivacs are not easy to arrange at the best of times, you know, never mind, you know, adding in, you know, the complexity of sort of a remote landscape, land-based location, or, you know, even an offshore site. And therefore, you know, the health and safety provisions are really key and they need to be rock solid to avoid, or, you know, probably, you know, not going to be able to avoid all of their medical incidents, but at least limit them, you know, in, in that sector. And Part of this, and a huge part of this, is achieve, achieved by ensuring a healthy workforce. But, you know, there are other aspects as well. Medivacs are incredibly stressful, you know, not just for the employee affected, but for the family, for the colleagues and staff involved in that process. And that's why they need to be as efficient as possible. And you cannot, you know, overlook that they're also exceptionally costly, you know, starting from around 10 to 15,000 pounds, you know. And for all of those factors mentioned, really, employers in the oil and gas sector want to minimise the risk of medivacs at every level. So why and when are medical assessments being performed? Um, well, all staff undergo a medical at the pre-employment stage, so before they are employed by the sector or a company and then after every two years. And really that just aims to anticipate and where possibly, I guess, prevent any avoidable occurrence of ill health, which could place the individual and their colleagues, or even you know, the emergency rescue services at risk. You know? I guess in other words, the purpose of these medicals is to ensure that as far as it's possible, you know, chosen personnel and staff are medically fit to work at a remote and the isolated locations I've mentioned before. So do you have an example for a typical medical assessment uh, and how it can help the employee and the employer? Yeah, of course. And, and you know, I, I think it's, you know, just to put this into perspective, I guess, before I start with that, in, in 2018, you know, which is sort of the latest reported data, you know, Medivacs were reported, you know, reportedly requested 241 times. You know, that's a huge number. And, and the main causes for that are, you know, cardiac issues, acute abdominal pain, and, you know, those injuries I've mentioned beforehand. And that's why it's really important that these medicals are very thorough. And actually, it starts with a very comprehensive questionnaire right it covers the entire individual's health history as well as highlighting any current concerns that this individual may have have and then then it's included also physical examinations and that looks at the key aspects 
of the cardiovascular system, you know, looking at pulse, blood pressure, BMI, but also include, I guess, more standard things such as sight, hearing, and lung function tests. And, you know, coming back to what I said earlier about dental care, you know, in, in the early 90s, you know, a sizable number of the medevacs were due to dental issues. And as such, occupational health services have now included the dental screen as part of the medical assess assessment. And that really helped reduce the number of medevacs from remote locations. And, and that just goes to show how efficient medicals are at you know, ensuring that you have a healthy workforce. But in general, you, know, you can find that employees separate in two separate groups at these medicals. So firstly, you have the young and the fit, you know, for who it is only a tick book exercise and they sail through the medical. But then this over time, you know, these same people become an aging workforce. And as we all know over time, right, you know, your general fitness can decrease, you know, and there's more risks of diseases such as cardiovascular diseases, your muscular skeletal, obesity and diabetes. So the main goal really for the medical exam is just to ensure the fitness for that safety critical work. But even an employee, you know, with a high BMI is likely to be fit for work and would pass in a medical exam. So the active, you know, the occupational health physician may actively encourage the individual at this point then to address that issue, you know, so that there's no further deterioration to, you know, pass the next medical as well to be fit for work, but also to, enjoy, you know, to ensure the well-being of that particular individual. So it's not just about passing the medical, but it's about the wider health promotion and the general well-being of the employee. Then, you know, following the medical, the outcome of the medical is usually a certificate that states you're fit for work, okay? In the rare cases where medicals are failed, um, they may be failed completely or um, the employee may be restricted. So that means they may only work on certain locations or on certain duties, you know. Um, Abbott's Occupational Health Services also issue specific certificates for emergency team responders. And of course, then there are also medical assessments of survival course trainees' medical fitness to participate, you know, in water training exercises with things such as compressed air emergency breathing apparatus. Our lead physician is oil and gas UK registered and trained and, and therefore very familiar with the determination of risk for specific medical conditions. And all our nurses are trained in-house to the oil and gas UK medical guidelines. And these guidelines really were written specifically with a reference to the UK offshore industry. So is there anything else that would be done during a medical assessment that you haven't already mentioned? Yes, the, the one thing I've not mentioned yet is that routine drug testing can also be performed and that would be analysis of a, of a urine sample. So as you mentioned, drug and alcohol testing can be used in medicals. What are some of the common issues of workplace drug and alcohol misuse? The first thing I, I want to stress is that the most important issue with drug abuse is really that of health and safety. Drugs and alcohol, you know, both have 
the ability to impair a person's judgment and that can delay reactions and, and, and subsequently that would lead, could lead to accidents. You know, out of the menopause that failed in 2018, you know, the most common causes for those failures were cardiac, diabetes and drug abuse, okay? And while drug abuse, you know, overall only reports a small percentage of those failures, a large percentage of the medical failed for those under 40 years of age failed because of a positive drug test. But for an employer, you know, tackling substance abuse, it, it will really assist with reducing people that are absent from work, boosting morale in, in the team, and really increasing performance and productivity of your workforce. I think it's also important to see it from the perspective of the employee and a successful drug testing program will ensure their health and safety in the workplace. You know, where drug and alcohol dependence is recognized or you know, detected by, by the positive test, employers might provide support for professional services such as drug treatment. And you know, it's also, I guess, important to remember that, you know every positive result should be reviewed by a medical review officer. And, and these medical review officers are independent, right? They protect the employee. And, and really what they do is they look at whether there's maybe a legitimate reason for a positive drug test, such as medication. So Eva, when and why has drug and alcohol testing been implemented? Is drug testing only performed pre-employment? The you know workplace thing is workplace drug testing is generally implemented as a as as a way of prevention of drugs and alcohol and a reduction of risk to the employer employee and employer. But it's important to remember that in many ways oil and gas sector is not alone in tackling workplace drug testing. Many other companies, such as you know Thames Water, for example, are proactive in ensuring the safety of their employees by implementing drug and alcohol testing in their workplace. As you already mentioned, pre-employment testing is common as recruiting. You know, the wrong person is, is, it's a costly exercise. So using testing as part of that selection process or during probation, during the probation period helps really mitigate personal related risks. Additionally, employers may choose to do random drug testing during their employment which allows businesses really to test their employees at regular intervals um, with a fair testing process um, and, and um, test their personnel randomly. But also for course testing is key following an accident or incident where maybe there's evidence or suspicion of drinking or drug abuse. And then finally, in some events where previous drug abuse may have you know, been detected, employees may choose to do a sort of back-to-work monitoring in order to help support an employee returning with previous substance misuse issues. So what are other considerations for employers looking to support their employees' health, particularly those working offshore? As I've mentioned before, the main causes for medical issues are things such as cardiac issues, obesity, diabetes, etc. But it's also important to consider the employee's mental health. 
oil and gas companies need to provide the best medical care for their remote workers as possible, not only to avoid incidences, but also to retain their workforce. Working remotely is extremely stressful, both for the body and for the mind. And whilst nowadays remote locations often have gyms, options for exercise are limited in that setting. So, you know, taking that into account and being away from family and friends, this has got the ability to cause mental health issues. The, I guess the more a company can do to help the worker stay healthy, the better it is for the employee satisfaction. And, you know, at times it, it's an easy thing. It's like remote health counselling, you know, which helps the worker stay healthy. Absolutely. Well, Eva, we've covered some fantastic ground there. Where can people go to learn more about this subject? Um, to learn more about the subject, you can visit our other toxicology website and, and learn more about that. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Eva. Thank you so much, David.